0: Hi guys, <laughs> is good. now? Nah, I don't even know what to greet. In maybe good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day. Whatever time you are listening to this, good day. How are you doing? Um, the Champions League is back, guys, and I'm so excited. Um, fingers crossed. As a city fan, I'm just really hopeful. Um, as a football fan in general, I'm just looking forward to watching beautiful beautiful games um dramatic games chaotic games and yeah just everything that has to do with the madness of football i just you know just looking forward to screams and shouts and arguments here and there about the game of football in the champions league but i missed you guys it's, it's been a while I don't know it's been a while but i'm just glad to be doing this to be honest i love it so much i love talking about this game so much um so this episode is going to be short it's just about the champions league game the um, city game chelsea we're going to talk about chelsea and you know the new manager and you know just what's going on with chelsea and what's going on with liverpool also just those three clubs to be honest. Um so Manchester City played against Dortmund and um they were trailing by City were trailing by a goal. Jude Bellingham scored a goal and um City came back with John Stone sc- scoring a rocket and Ellen Harland having a tap in from an assist by johan cancelo. so um that is what's really beautiful if you didn't see the game i think you should watch the highlight you would really enjoy the goals the goals by um john stones and elena land the game not so much to be honest the game was a bit boring Okay, not a bit. The game was really boring, especially in the first half. I was struggling not to doze and I had to watch this game upside down just so I don't doze. And yet it was a struggle. Um we played Mares and City played Mares and Jaguilish. <laughs> when I say we when I'm talking about football, I'm, I'm talking about Man City. Um so Man City played Grealish and Maris, and it wasn't working out well for us. You know, we're losing the ball, just running around the pitch, not really having any high press. And those men were just literally defending. I don't even think they really played well apart from, you know, the goal they had. They didn't really play well. They were just defending majorly for the whole 90 minutes. Um, So I knew that once City made that breakthrough of a goal, we were going to score. I just didn't know how long it would take for City to score. And so when Johnstone made that rocket go from outside the box, um, I just knew that, you know what, we're going to get a second goal, and if possible a third goal, and we're going to win this. So, um, yeah, it was quite easy to see, but I don't know what's going on with Maris and Grealish. I didn't know what was going on with Maris in this game. I know that Maris is not usually bad or terrible, in our games especially on that is right wing but for some reason he was really struggling in the game against Dortmund and Pep had to sub him off. Then Grealish, I don't know if we're going to talk about Grealish today or some other time, but he keeps coming up every time he plays, every time Pep gives him the opportunity to start, even bring brings him in as a sub. He's just always struggling. I don't know how much time Grealish has to prove himself to, you know, the club, the management, and we the fans that, you know, he's meant to be in this club and he can fit right in and do his job well because he's really struggling. Like And it's so glaring to even... You know, a person that doesn't really watch the game of football is so glaring that Jaleelish is really struggling to fit into this city team, and the fact that I can't even um, decipher what the issue is because it's a different case you can pinpoint that oh okay this is you know his inability to do this but we can't even pick out what the issue exactly is with with jack really because in some games he like he really puts in effort but it's not just clicking it's not just working and i feel like it's a matter of time like we're giving him a year plus this is the second season in city the first season was really terrible to be honest um i'm such a fan of drag village i was a fan of him in austin villa um but him coming to city has just you know been you no know, way expected he has gone down the, down the hill and um i don't know how much time he can be given in city i just feel like at the end of this season if he doesn't perform well they're probably putting up for a loan they'll put him up for a loan or probably selling at you know, a I don't know how much they could sell him for because I don't think we could make profit on him because he's not playing the way we expected him to play. So, if we don't put him out for a loan, we'll probably sell him. But, I don't think Pep has that luxury of time to give Grealish. I mean, two seasons is enough time in Sissi for you to come in and perform. Especially when you're such a high-rated player like that. So, yeah, that's on Grealish. And, um, so, Pep subbed Grealish and and uh, Maris, he brought in Foden, alvarez he brought in bernardo silva and i know people don't really talk about how good bernardo silva is but bernardo silva is a fantastic player i think for me bernardo silva is in my top five players in the world for me he's one of my favorite players because of his work rates and how much he just runs around the pitch to do a lot of work his defense his attack him, interced- him interceding for you know for the team to recover balls, just interceptions here and there, just his work rate is really high. I think Bernardo Silva does a lot of work on the pitch and off the pitch. I mean, it's no surprise that he is Pep's right player. When they ask any city fan or any city player in the dressing room, they always say it in their interview that, you know what, Bernardo Silva is Pep's pits in the team because of just you know the kind of person that bernardo silva is as a person and even as a player and it's no surprise to see how much he works really well on the pitch with his teammates. i'm such a fan of bernardo silva i'm such a fan so just him coming in today and making such a huge difference in the game in, a, in my field for them it was just really good to see It was just really nice to see um i loved watching him play i love his passes him just defending him just running around to make sure that you know what will recover the ball whenever we lose it and you know just putting the ball forward putting the ball forward just that is what great it's just amazing to watch Of FIFA don't also so many difference in the game against Dortmund and Alan scored against his former team you know it was just a beauty to see Alan and Jubelium you know arguing and talking I'm such a fan of Jubelium by the way I'm such a fan absolutely a player that he is I think he's one of I think he's you know one of the best things that would happen to football in the next few years and i think it's one player that we should all watch out for jubelium i would like to see him play in the premier league in what team i'm not sure yet because i don't think it could fit into city right now with the amount of star players we have in the club but um, i would like him to go to a club where he will be the star player maybe a mid-table club for starters in the premier league a club that are just really you know trying to pick up like Newcastle that they're, they're rebuilding. Um I think it really fits into that kind of club and you know really do well in Premier League. Yeah, so the game the game City had a comeback and the game ended in 2-1 in favor of Manchester City. Um as for Chelsea, they scored first, sterling at this first Champions League goal for Chelsea, but for some reason, you know, um they ended up getting a draw in their Champions League game and um i know that every chelsea fan or let's say 90 percent of chelsea fans probably they have a problem with the management right now after um you know this new owner took over it it's just that's just been chaotic in chelsea to be honest and it's just a lot for the fans and i really sympathize with the fans um they're going through a lot and i know every club has their season where they go through a lot but then just you know Thomas Tuchel being fired at such a rash instant and such after such rash decision I think that's what it looks like and then Graham Potter being you know brought in as the new coach it's just the fans are still trying to adjust to it and wrap their heads around around it I mean I couldn't wrap my head around it I still can't wrap my head around it because I don't understand why you wake up one day and just fire Thomas Tuchel. as in I get the fact that Chelsea were struggling and they've been having issues here and there. But well, I mean, South has really done a good work, and it was just a matter of time before they pick up back. At least that's what I—that's how I felt. And so when I saw that I was fired, I, I thought it was a prank. I thought it was a joke. So I saw it on um, Sky Sport and I was like, nah, Sky cannot be joking about something like this. So, um, their games, they, I mean, after their game, everybody was already shouting, at least Chelsea fans were already shouting, Potter out, Potter out. I'm just like, give the guy a break, please. He just came in. It's never up to what, two weeks. It's just like, I mean, just chill and just trust the manager, like, the management and trust the process. I know it's really difficult as a, as a fan to trust the management, especially when you're not the fan of the management but if it's a club you love and support you really don't have a choice except you want to switch to another club and i don't know if you know whatever works for you as a football fan i did please do it but then moving on to liverpool um liverpool is also another club another top club that has been struggling of recent although they won their champions league game this week but then they struggled to win also and um just generally they've been struggling, Chelsea and Liverpool. And it's just there's just been a conversation, you know, among a lot of football opponents about how Liverpool and Chelsea are just two clubs, two top clubs that are really struggling this season and what the plan is, what the management's plan is, what the coach's plan is. Um, I kind of trust club. To be honest i mean i think club is insane when it comes to making decisions about football games and i trust his judgment to an extent i've seen club transform um teams i've seen him really put in a lot of work i think he's one of the top managed managers in the world to be honest so i kind of i'm kind of relaxed about liverpool i think they'll find their form i think they'll find their ground and i think they'll come back i know salah is struggling like i know a lot of liverpool players are struggling and then there's injuries and all those things but i think club will figure it out i think club will figure it out so i think um chelsea might just be the only top club that would struggle a lot i mean apart from Manchester united which is like a constant as of today and has been a constant struggling club for a while so like that's not even like a big deal or a big news that they're struggling it's like numb norm right but then liverpool and chelsea just recently or let, let's say like from the end of last season that they really started struggling and started becoming obvious that they were struggling so um i am i trust clubs will fix it but as for chelsea i think it's going to take a while the for them to find their fit and find their bearing um so um yeah i'm just looking forward to the champions league game the champions league games that are coming up next time for champions league but more importantly i'm looking forward to this week's premier league game i think out of um, all the clubs that were playing this i don't know what's going on with Arsenal. i don't know what's going on with Arsenal and the postponement of their matches but then for this week's um Champions and um, Premier League game. I'm looking forward to Wolves and City. And I think um, my predictions. Let me just go through like my predictions for this week. Aston Villa against Southampton. I think Aston Villa are going to win. Nottingham Forest against Fulham. I think Fulham are going to win that because Nottingham Forest's defense defense is really terrible. Their defense is bad. Um, Wolves against City. I think City is going to win. Um, I don't know why Brighton and Crystal Palace game game was postponed. Newcastle against Bournemouth, I think Newcastle should win. Tottenham against Leicester, I think Tottenham should win. Brighton against Arsenal, mm, that's going to be a sweet game to watch. Um, Chelsea against Liverpool's game was also postponed. Man United against Leeds' game was also postponed. Everton against West Ham, I think West Ham should win that hands down. So, um yeah, those are the games we are looking forward to for this weekend. I hope you enjoyed the Premier League games that are coming up this weekend. I hope you have a chill weekend. Um just enjoy the games in general, in total. And share the link to my podcast. You know, put the word out there. Let your fellow football lovers listen to it. Um just comment about it and just share and share and share. Let me know how you feel about it. Um, it was nice talking to you guys. Until next time, bye guys.